Hello, everybody, and welcome to It's Not Friendship Island. My name is Brendan. I'm Sarah. And today we got a fat ass, <laughs> fat one for you. <laughs> well, ta- we always kind of do. <laughs> I know, but we're talking about episodes 18, 19, 20, and 21 of Love Island USA Season 5, a.k.a. Casa Part 1. And before, and also... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they fucked up our whole shit this week a little bit. Yeah, is they that really fair did. to say? Absolutely, it's fair to say. In my shit, uh, already a little fucked up this week. <laughs> so usually, what we like to do is a Casa intros episode, right? But of course, they only gave us Casa boys on one episode. We were like begging at the end of that episode. I was like, just show the girls because I have info on the girls. We can at least talk about our first our first impressions of them. Right. Oh, they did not. So then the next episode, we got the girls. Uh, and last night was not their fault that we didn't record, to be honest. But uh, normally there's not an episode tonight. So we would just do our three, and there you would have it. But there is an episode tonight. But there is an episode tonight. And which... for the keen eyed listeners who are good with tenses, <laughs> uh, it has not happened yet. So. <laughs> Uh, the cheery disposition that you are hearing for these first three episodes <laughs> might be somehow uh, instantaneously missing when we talk about the last episode because we're recording this about uh, four hours in advance of the last episode. But that brings up uh, a five-star review I actually want to read. Somebody Let's read who, it. Somebody who really appreciates us. Uh, it's titled, So Inappropriate, Especially When They Record Late at Night. <laughs> But well worth it. They say what I was saying in my head while watching the show. They make me laugh and feel less mean. So fun. Check it out. Thank you, uh, Lolly Liquor. Lolly Liquor. Lolly Liquor. Oh, Lolly Liqueur. (laughs) Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Lolly Liqueur, for that (laughs) awesome uh, review. And do I love that maybe I'm too mean? No, I don't love that about myself. No. I don't want us to be mean. But I, I like to think we're stern but fair. I don't even think we're... Fair? You're right. We're not, <laughs> you're right. We're not fair at all. <laughs> oh, We haven't read through our reviews in a while. And uh, thank you to everyone who has recently left a five-star rating and review. We, we appreciate you. Um, but that one just came up in my mind because, yeah... The last part of this episode will be one of those <laughs> late night recordings. Mm-hmm. So, hope you like it. <laughs> um, do we have anything else to say? Follow us on Instagram at Not Friendship mm-hmm. Island Pod. There's that. Leave us a five star rating and review where you listen. Mm-hmm. We're on YouTube for those of you who have been asking but didn't know. Subscribe to the YouTube. There's never been a Discord. There's no Warren Bossing say. <laughs> <laughs> there is no war in Boston say. So no, I think that's it. Okay, we're gonna have to change uh uh our Discord name to <laughs> un- under Lake Lao Guy. <laughs> Maybe. Ready? Yeah. Okay, let's get into it. So we start with episode eighteen, um, which opens right after the kissing card game. So that's the one where they had to like guess if the next card was going to be higher or lower. Why does that feel so very long ago? I know. It feels like decades ago. But also, I think the highest card in there was like a six. Yeah. 
We might have seen we might have seen an eight. And Bergie was a little too excited. <laughs> yeah. As he so often is when there's a kissing game. Let's go. Honestly. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, by the way, shout out to Bergie's uncle. Oh yeah. Hey Bergie's uncle. I don't know if you're listening, but shout out to Bergie's uncle. So <laughs> if you guys haven't seen on our uh Instagram, I did a, a goofy goofball thing. Uh, where I was uh, not necessarily making fun of Bergie. Maybe I was. You're just poking fun at Poking him. fun at Bergie. And um, someone commented, as his uncle, I approve, <laughs> and I pass it on to the rest of the fam. And I was like, yeah, okay, you're his <laughs> uncle. And then I looked, and he was private, and he has like seven followers, and one of those people is Bergie. Yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe that's his actual uncle. <laughs> so if any Bergie fam is here, hey, Bergie fam. Hey, Bergie fam. Um. <laughs> We love your boy. Still, I don't. <laughs> I don't necessarily think he belongs here, but I'm. I. We love your boy. And you know what? I want to assume that you maybe feel the same. You know, he's not the same as those other Love Island boys. Exactly. I believe that about you. You can recognize that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we open post game. The boys are reflecting on the game and uh, the girls that they got to kiss. Um, Keenan says. There is a lot of tension between him and KK right now, and he feels like she's trying to make him a villain in this situation um, where they both communicated and agreed to being open. Part of me agrees with some of that because they did both agree to be open. Yeah, KK just wants to be cool, but she doesn't want to be cool inside. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I think if Keenan was willing to, like, like be objective at all about where KK's at, like he would understand, but um, he's not. And he's just taking it face value that they both agreed to be open. So, yeah. And being open doesn't mean like getting to know every single person that has ever been in front of you. Right. It's just being open to the fact that there might be another connection that walks in. Right. And it's so funny because he went from, <clears throat> damn near saying i'm closed off day three yeah to to saying i don't need my love island experience but i feel something here to literally every single girl (laughs) who talks to him he now wants to get to know you know what's so weird is i am starting to granted i've been in a long-term relationship for many years but i'm starting to not like the watching love island being like the way that i'm seeing like date quote-unquote dating happen Mm -hmm. i'm like what is being open in the real world what is that because i mean it's like would i know just walking into a room is there a spark are my doors open i'm like i feel like i'm all fucked up about it yeah i'm all fucked up about it i don't get it anymore yeah it really blows me (laughs) okay we'll get Uh, to that you don't remember who said that Marco? marco yeah it would be marco um shout out to anyone who saw the comment on one of marco's photos that somebody saw him on grinder we're not outing him and that was probably a troll but it was funny <laughs> i think we are outing him. <laughs> no we don't know anything he kind of outs himself later actually um, that's a good point yeah uh jonah brings up the situation uh about destiny like trying to have him stop the conversation when uh or not stop the conversation when amani was trying to take him And he says that the kiss with Amani was really good in the game. Destiny says that she did not like that Jonah was so quick to get up in their chat and leave their convo. And she's like, normally the other guys in here would have been like, 
you know, I'll come chat to you in just a second. They wouldn't just like up and skedaddle away. It's not true, though, is it? I don't know. That's just what Destiny says. Not in those words. She Destiny has skedaddle. not had a, uh, a good connection with a guy for more than 36 hours. So I don't uh, think she knows. I disagree and you know it. I, I, I simply don't understand. I, I can't explain it either. <laughs> I simply can't. Um, Mike and KK chat and they say that they had a good kiss in the game and KK says she feels like no one was really wanting to like step on toes and try out other things uh, which is not true because Keenan would be but she doesn't want him to be and she says and also she's all like yeah totally I get that and I was like your toes are looking mighty scared of being stepped on right now. <laughs> KK says in her talking head that she misses Keenan even though she asked for space. Mm-hmm. So she has a case of the Mollies. <laughs> hey, and listen, KK, if you don't want your toe stepped on, Brendan, I'll be don't your steel-toed boots. Oh, okay. That's kind of cute. I'll be your steel-toed boots <laughs> if you don't want to get stepped on. I thought you were going to do like a toe-sucking thing. No. Nice. I don't suck toes. I know you don't. If KK asked me though. Yeah, would ya? I don't know. Probably not. She's probably got really petite, cute feet though. Yeah, but they're still feet. Is the problem? Yeah, that's true. You can't not really be get over that. True. <laughs> Imani and Jonah chat on the balcony. I don't believe it's soul ties. I feel like I would have made a note at this point if it was, but soul there ties. are two balconies. And Jonah says, kind of like fuck the drama, and that their kiss was really good. He says she is bold and it's very attractive. And I don't know if you noticed, but I feel like he kind of like changes the way he talks when he talks to Imani. I wouldn't just say Imani. I would say every black girl that he talks to. Oh, you think? I guess I switches a little bit. (laughs) I guess I noticed it like heavily in this chat in particular. Mm -hmm. Um, They have another kiss. And we get a very strange song that just says, I'm going to leave the door open over and over and over again. And it's terrible. It's probably the worst. I think it might be the worst song I've heard on Love Island. Speaking of songs on Love Island, I Uh unironically have been looking for that Nelly remix. (laughs) And I can't find it. It's not on the official playlist. Did you go back to listen to make sure it was Dilemma? I couldn't find any Nelly song on the playlist. No, but did you go back to listen to the episode to make sure? Because you no. started I didn't know what that... episode it was in because I thought I wrote a note about it, so I was looking for my notes. <laughs> oh, it's in my notes. I'll have to find okay, it for you, you find later. It. And then if you guys can find the actual song, DM us on Instagram. Please do. Because I need to hear this fucking song again. It's been stuck in my freaking craw. And then Harrison asks Emily to sleep outside. That man. <laughs> Crystal clear to me. He just wants to fuck. He's like, I just want to see the stars. What the fuck was that, Brendan? Stars. That's Australian. Stars. That's- that's- <laughs> oh, I just want to see the stars. There you go. Oh, my God. The way <laughs> where you started with that was so crazy. Hey, I just want to see the stars, okay? <laughs> But I saw somebody react to this. I can't remember if it was Instagram or TikTok. And they like were like, this is so sweet. Harrison is so sweet. I'm like, he was finger banging her the night before. He wants to fuck her. He wants to fuck Emily. That's it. And he wants to do it however loud he wants to do it, which is, um, you know, it's a shame for Jonah with what happens next. But... Yeah, for many reasons. 
Yeah, next is bedtime, and we see that Destiny Jesus Christ. Is, is sleeping diagonally across the bed, and uh, Jonah is, like, not even wanting to have the conversation. Understandably so. She mm-hmm. knows that she's prickly about everything, and uh, it's bedtime, so it's like, who wants to have this discussion right now? So he just leaves it, and he goes to like, sleep outside. Does that shit, it was dude? honestly she lays so diagonally, funny. so he can't get into bed. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> it's I just like it's ballsy. She does these, but it's the it's the most ballsy passive aggressive. It's ballsy and passive aggressive. Yeah, at the it's same time. definitely both. It's this- ballsy in the fact that like. You would think there's plausible deniability here. <laughs> yeah, later we find out just how ballsy it was in yeah. terms of the plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. But it's also just like a crazy, it's just a crazy thing to have done. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. So Jonah goes to sleep outside with Harrison and Emily who are boning. And then we have to talk about the weirdest thing ever that happens in this episode. Which is that we get night vision of destiny laying in bed and we get the subtitle telling us in the audio correct yeah we get the we get the audio as well um of mike saying like destiny come here he said destiny i'm over here right i think it said come here i think the subtitle was wrong but he, she, he either said come over here or i'm over here. right and this is the crispest cleanest audio and it's he says it loudly, loudly, like a conversational tone in the middle of the night. We're yeah. in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, this is again. This is completely night vision. Everyone is asleep, and we see her get up and blindly kind of go over to Mike's bed. And you can tell it's kind of blindly because her like hands are like all over his face, trying to find out, lifting his sleep mask. This man was asleep when she got to him. So either this was like the longest trek from her bed to his. Or the audio was edited in, which it was. Uh, Do you think I'm fucking... And then they kiss. Yes, and then they kiss. She wakes him up. Do you think I'm fucking stupid? (laughs) You think I wasn't going to catch that shit? It was the most blatant, weird editing. It was basically like, Destiny, I'm over here. (laughs) And And then she pokes him in the face and wakes him up. That man was dead asleep. What some people have surmised, and we will never know, and I really don't know. And I also think this is the most generous possible thing. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what I surmised after it. Okay, gotcha. Um, So some people have surmised that he said before bed to come and, like, give him a kiss or, like, to, like, come over to his bed. Like, off camera. Right. And then now putting that audio in, not well, by the way. Uh, is them giving context to what she's doing. And I'm not saying that's what I think. That's what some people have surmised. So what are you uh, thinking is the case here? I'm thinking that it's just trying to give her more of like a generous edit. That's weird to do, right? It is weird. I don't, I absolutely do not think that's what's happened. And also... I don't think that Destiny has, and I'm, listen, you know, I like Destiny more than you. Destiny's not a favorite of mine by any means, so I'm not saying anything to protect her. Um, but I don't think Destiny has gotten a favorable edit at all, so I don't know why they would start now. I guess but, favorable edit is is the wrong way of saying it. 
They're just giving context. I think that they're just trying to build this thing. But you're what you're saying is that they're just like straight up lying to cover their own asses so that somebody no, doesn't accuse No, not necessarily because they could just not put it in. Right. So that's like that's why your thing doesn't make much sense. But what I'm what I mean to say is like for some reason I mean, not for some reason. They know that Destiny is a character. Yes. And they know that she's entertaining. So what I think they're trying to do is build in a reason to keep her around. And that is to make it look like Mike is way more into her than maybe he is. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. I think that... Um, I think that the public vote was already, like, done, obviously, by the time that this episode came out. But also, uh, original Islander bias being what it is, I don't think Destiny was ever really in trouble of going home. Even if she didn't have that kiss with Mike. Because, I mean, I think the public thinks what they think of Destiny. And I don't know. I don't know what that scene would have changed for anybody. I just think it's, they're just, like, trying to build those two up. And maybe it's because they knew they're going into Casa, so right. they just wanted, like, another will-they-won't-they they before Casa. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. But to me, it was just, like, they need to make it look like they have something. And I think she just did something crazy and weird. And they're so like, we could save this. So you don't think Mike had any knowledge of the of like the kiss was going to happen. The man was asleep, my dude. <laughs> I agree that he was asleep. That was I Do you think he's like, do you know what's so hot? Well, do you... I want to be woken up by kissing. Well, do you think you so you don't think the uh kind of the original um what's the word? theory. You don't think the original theory sounds plausible to you? Not even a little. <laughs> To be honest with you. Gotcha. Well, let's move on from it then. It's a weird fucking thing that happened, but it is what it is. Um, in the morning, we see Keenan talking to Hannah while he's showering, which is apparently his favorite place to chat to people. Especially Hannah. No, we talked to um, Carmen last time he was in the shower. Uh, but he's always talking about KK to somebody while he's in the shower. Oh, he's scrubbing his ass. <laughs> Hannah tells him that KK does not feel like she's enough in this situation and that he's making her kind of feel like she's not enough. And she tells him that KK wants to be closed off and hear that she is a priority and she wants things fixed. Interesting. Destiny tells the girls in the dressing room um, about her kiss with Mike last night and then she starts going in... <laughs> she starts explaining the situation uh, with her sleeping across the bed and she poses this as like, this was my way of getting Jonah to talk to me. And all the girls were like, Hey, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I do appreciate the fact that they let her know, like this isn't a way to start a conversation with right. somebody. Because she said something to the effect of, you know, like, oh, if he's like a real man, he'll talk to me. He won't just walk away or something like that. And it's like so dumb. Why on earth would he why would this be the right way to start a conversation? And also, like, (laughs) the fact that you're like making it about how real of a man he is when it's like, first of all, you're both adults. Like, 
real woman, real man, whatever. I don't know if she Adults said that. That was my surmise. No, by she the way. did. 100%. Oh, okay. She said, if she were a real man, he would have talked to me about it. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because if you were a real woman, you wouldn't have laid across <laughs> the bed on your fucking face and ignored him. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just being an adult. Like, adults can have conversations, and clearly you can't. Yeah. And, like, I don't why? Know. If that were me, I would do the same thing. What would you do? Uh, and not with not with your husband. I know that's what makes this hard. I know you have no you have no context. <laughs> you were still on MySpace when you got with your husband. No, I, I wasn't. Know, first of all, I wish I was. I peaked on MySpace. I'll say it again. <laughs> but uh, okay, like kind of like a hookup type person. I would probably, I would probably say something. Even if it was destiny. Okay, now you're putting. <laughs> Now I have to imagine it's Destiny. Someone as volatile as Destiny is. I don't know that I view her as volatile. So Interesting. Coming from the most volatile person I know. Oh, I'm my God. I'm just having a goofball. Well, especially if, like, I was walking into the situation where someone was laid like that, but, like, the lights were on and everything like they still were, I probably would have been like, hey, Scoot. Yeah, I I'd probably like, do moved- you? I probably, maybe I would have been like, hey, do you not want me to sleep here? Because it's fine if I... If you don't, like, I might have said something. And I'm not saying Jonah's not a man or not something because he didn't. I'm just saying I probably would. Yeah, I don't know. I might have just pushed your legs aside and, out of bed <laughs> right. and not said anything. <laughs> but I also, like, totally understand the idea of just, like... Not wanting to get not, into it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's Especially anything wrong night. with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Leo gets a text next that they are going to have a VIP guest. And they're going to do a What America thinks about them game and so we see miss maura higgins enter uh she looks great all the girls rush over they're fangirling um she asks if anyone is in love at the moment and marco does say he's getting there Ooh, get off my tv <laughs> Ooh, leave people like him i don't get it i don't get whatever. it either whatever what marta <laughs> He's the worst guy around. <laughs> so in this game, it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. They have to guess what America said about them pretty much. So she's going to read like a thing. Who do you tink? Who do you tink? This America is about. Tinks. <laughs> and uh, they have to like hold up little face signs about who they think America is speaking about. So um, what girl gives off main character energy? Most of the people voted KK, uh, but the answer was Hannah, which kind of surprised me. Yeah, she seems like the um, the knowledgeable roommate, mm-hmm. the one who, like, at the end of the second act, convinces like the <laughs> the girl to make up with her boyfriend. She's got like level headed big sister vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which um, I like. I really like Hannah, but I've never seen that archetype in Love Island be the main character. You know, yeah, and sometimes when they lean into it, like love her to death, mm-hmm. Whitney. Yeah, no, I've seen it loses go the the charm. I've seen it go wrong, and I still never my winner. <laughs> still our winner. I don't even know if I would have called Whitney the like kind of like level headed big sister vibes. Um, I don't know if that existed in this last season of Love Island UK. Maybe for it would have been uh, things would have been resolved a little bit better if it, <laughs> if, if they it had could. one yeah. of those. I think, no, I shouldn't get into it. I can't. Um, <clears throat> next one is, who is here for fame and not love? Most of them voted Emily. 
most. I'm not breaking down who everyone voted for. That's There's too some much time. Carmen. There's a majority here uh, that voted Emily, and the uh, the answer was Carmen. Which is again interesting. I don't know if I kind of I, I kind of see it now. Did we had did they have to do a girl? I guess they probably had to do a girl. Yeah, these were all girls. So mm. I probably would have said. Mm, I probably would have said Emily. I don't know if I, I would have said Carmen. I don't like think about Emily a lot, so yeah. I probably would have said Carmen or maybe, maybe Cassie. Leave her alone. I, no, she's, she's like she's our little second, rugrat. She, yeah, she's Tommy Pickles. <laughs> Uh, can you just do me a favor? Yeah. In front of God and country. Mm-hmm. I've already admitted this, but I will. Go ahead. On microphone, admit it. I did. I don't think you did. <laughs> just for posterity. I'm like fairly certain I did. Just but for posterity. I have absolutely turned around on the Tommy Pickles thing, and I and I hear it Thank almost you. every time she talks now. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you very much. Uh, hey, listeners, if you remember me saying this already, <laughs> please let us know in the DMs. Thanks. <laughs> Um, who is the most boring boy? Everyone votes Kenzo. Somehow the public voted Harrison. They're Kenzo, both boring, to be they fair. They are, but Kenzo is the right answer. And Kenzo <laughs> wanted to be the right answer. Yeah. He's like bummed that he wasn't. He was willing to embrace it. Mm-hmm. He uh, was totally ready for that. Also, I must have missed these votes. I don't know if these were so on these Instagram are- or the app. So, Eddie, friend of the show. Eddie, friend of the show. Uh, told me that it has nothing to do with like it's not in the vote section. Oh yeah, I did in, vote. Then I did vote a few of these. They're like in this home. Thing. Yes, I did vote a few of these. Yeah. Every now and then I go through them because there are, sometimes they're votes and sometimes there's like a sliding scale of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, Eddie, friend of the show. Who is that? My coworker. Oh, thanks, Eddie, friend of the show. And thank you for the ride today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the next one is what two girls does America think are dating out of their league? And this one pissed me the fuck off. Most 100%. people say Emily and Cassie and Marco says that he, Marco tells on himself a little bit here. This is all a joke. Okay. We're not outing Marco. I just want to, people get very concerned when you call somebody out like that. I don't think Marco's actually I don't know gay. Marco. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we have no insider info here. Marco says he wouldn't want his man shared. Um, and he says he doesn't think America likes sloppy seconds as his reason for choosing Cassie. And through these episodes, he seems to have a fucking issue with Cassie. Does he not? A hundred percent. Which is so fucked up. I don't like, What has it. she done to him? Took away his man. Took away his man, maybe. No, I don't know. Which is so funny because it's the opposite of what we, the relationship that we had with Cassie. At first, she was very annoying. And now now she is still annoying. It's it's endearing. But we like it. Yeah, it's endearing. (laughs) Um, I don't know who I would have voted for. This one was hard because I think the girls are hotter this season than the boys. Um, but America votes Cassie and Emily. First of all, Emily's super hot and Harrison's eyes are too close together. Like, by. A lot. Yeah, but we didn't notice that until this episode. I think looking at him episode. straight on. No, we didn't see we we didn't see it until he was standing up. So we, it wasn't even at this point. We still thought he was gorgeous. And, and Leo, he, he is. Um, Leo looks okay. five six. I don't think he is, but every time I see him, I'm like that. My one's six. five foot seven and stylish. That's what I say about Leo. <laughs> I think he's like six foot or like at least. I think somebody said he's like five nine, five ten. Yeah, Berkey, we was... know is five eleven. 
So right. we'll have to see him standing next to Bergy. Right. We did see him standing next to Harrison at the end of this episode, and Harrison is 6'4". Which is unfair. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know that I would have voted Cassie and Emily. Emily's but... like, when she, she, she's hot without makeup, but she put makeup on, and she was hot. Yeah. I might have said Carmen, because I think Kenzo is cute. I would say Carmen. I don't know who else I would have said, though. Because yeah. KK's unreal. KK, please. <laughs> Hannah's much better looking than Marco. Imani's not in a couple. She wasn't even an option for this game. Destiny and Jonah. Mm. Yeah, no. Jonah's a weird little man. Jonah is a weird little man. Anyways, let's move on. Um, next one is, which boys are dating out of their league? Most say Keenan and Marco. You watch Keenan be bruised every fucking time. Keenan thinks that this is insane. <laughs> he and he gets the most upset about the fact that KK also votes for him. No, I think that's a lie. This is what he says later. We'll I know, get into it. I know. Um, and the uh, mm. the answer was Keenan and Marco, mm-hmm. which I think is the answer. I think Marco initially was a little bruised, but then he took it in stride. Right. Which is like what you're supposed to do. Uh huh. And they even joke about it later, and it's like, fine. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, The next, or the last one, rather, is which two girls are taking up space? Which is a mean question, and also, why is it only asked about the girls? Mm -hmm. Is it because if you said the boys, everyone would vote Bergie? Is that why, dear producers? I I truly think so, yes. (laughs) But anyways, everyone pretty much says Emily or Carmen, and uh, the answer is Destiny and Carmen kind of see it it's a mean question though 100 percent. so we it's a weird way to pose well, who do you the question. think is taking up space who do i think of the girls yeah mm, probably destiny and carmen okay yeah what america said i didn't yeah. say that they were wrong i just yeah, said it's that it's mean. a mean question that's what i think this is love island babes <laughs> <laughs> and mora also uh tells them that america has been voting for a favorite boy and favorite girl and those with the lowest votes, will be vulnerable tonight, and one boy and one girl will be going home. Post game, uh, even though it looks like night, it's not yet night. <laughs> and uh, Marco asks if Hannah thinks she is out of his league, and he and she says no, and he's like, "Good, that's what I thought too." <laughs> First, she said yes, <laughs> and they have a good laugh. Right. Well, she has a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then KK and Keenan chat and he says he was the most bothered by KK voting for him and he says it doesn't matter what anyone else or America thought but she hurt his feelings. She apologizes and she says, you know, we were answering the question is what we thought America would say. She's like it's not what I think, which is like true, but also like you have to kind of realize why they would think that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also like, it's not an excuse, but. <laughs> it's his excuse. Like, you're supposed to, like, it's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Like, in all these things. Especially now more than ever, Keenan, with the way you're acting up, maybe we should, oh, maybe I'm, we should hear that. I'm trying to defend Keenan right now. Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. Only, on. Only on this one point. No, it's fine. Only on this one point, like. If if I'm KK and I'm with someone who's there's kind of rocky right now, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna vote for him. Mm. You know what I mean? Even if I know deep down inside 
It's the right answer. She wants him to like feel that she that he like you know what I mean? Like she doesn't want to like uh coddle him in this moment. Yeah. Even though she does in every other moment, mm-hmm. which is like another reason why it's probably so confusing. And she does immediately apologize. Yeah. So that's why it's just I don't know. I don't know. But also he says, I didn't care about anyone else and that the look rude. on his face was <laughs> was uh begs to differ. <laughs> Um, and then it's nighttime and it's pouring fucking rain again, as apparently it literally always is in Fiji. And we see uh, Keenan and Imani chat and Keenan. Fiji. More like get the squeegee because it's raining. <laughs> okay. He was a professional comedian, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Those days are behind me. But every once in a while. <laughs> a Fiji comes around. <laughs> So Keenan thanks Imani for saying something positive in the game when everyone was on his back. I don't remember her saying anything. I didn't make a note of it, but apparently she did. Uh, and he says he is not going to close himself off and that he really wants to get to know her. And he says he doesn't want to make her wait around. And she's like, yeah, I'm not going to wait anyways. So that's fine. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, and she says that she feels a lot more effort from Jonah and she's going to keep doing her thing and that her and Jonah had a kiss. And Keenan says that there is a spark there with her and he is going to explore it. So this is him letting her know, like, I am going to, like, I want to get to know you. This is like some, I don't know. I guess you can't say this is anything certain, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> next we see Mike and Destiny chat in Soul Ties. Roll Ties. There you go. <laughs> Destiny says before Mike got there, um, she would have been just fine leaving tonight if that was the vote from America. But now she wants to stay and continue to get to know him. They make out. There is so much tongue, like so much tongue. Every time we see them kiss, there is so much tongue. I'm just going to be honest. I don't think they're doing it right. (laughs) You know? Yeah. (laughs) I just don't. I do. You ever have that happen where you're making out with someone and uh you're like this is not w- how you do it and how we must have went to different yes schools. yes that yes, happened I, to me i have somebody recently. in mind oh recently oh very recently <laughs> <laughs> and i was like hey this is you're doing something that i <laughs> that i don't know about that i'm not privy to <laughs> and it makes me uncomfortable she like unhinged jaw a lot of, lot of um, negative pressure, a lot of suction. Oh, what the fuck? And I was like, I literally can't <laughs> Suction? A lot of exploration with the tongue. <laughs> suction? Suction. That seems like it could, like, kill you. <laughs> just sucking the air out of your lungs. No, you just kind of, you know, you ever do this with a, <laughs> with a vacuum on your lip? <laughs> It was over your whole mouth? Kind of felt like when you put a cup to your mouth and you go... <laughs> and you've got a mustache. I got a That's mustache. Yucky. I know. I was hoping for it. Yeah. She probably got something lodged <laughs> in her throat. Probably got some chicken Alfredo. <laughs> I hope she's not listening. <laughs> Did you plug the pod? Of course I plug the pod, dude. What do you mean? Of course I plug the pod. I stay plugging the pod. Yeah, you do. 
Uh, next, there's a chat between KK and Keenan, and Keenan says that she is still his priority until she fucks something up, which is so. That's so crazy. I don't know how <laughs> KK could just sit there and be like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Um, and he says if he closes things off now, he won't be doing him any justice or her. And he says he needs to get to know Imani and explore that connection more, uh, to know if there is something there. Can you just find a pin for me to stick it in? You have to bring your own pins. I can't do this with you. See, look, here's my pin. It's a little tomato. It's a little felt tomato. (laughs) That's no, that's where you stick the pins in. That's what I'm saying. But see all these pins in it? No. Oh, okay, good. You brought your own. Thank God. Why'd you ask me for one? For a goof? Mm. <laughs> Where's your tomato? I don't need one. Where's your pins then? Up yours? Up yours. <laughs> well, guess what? They're my pins now. <laughs> and then Marco gets a text, and it's to the fire pit to find out who had the fewest votes. And here's the thing. They do a bottom four, which is fucking crazy. Which means like, they did a top two. <laughs> Yeah, because there's, like, Imani and Mike weren't even eligible for this vote. Mm -hmm. So, it's just it makes no sense that they did this. There is somebody, and I don't know who it is, and I don't know on which side it was, but there is somebody who they wanted up for that vote who wasn't for a bottom three. That's the only thing I can think of here. There's no other reason. Yeah, you think... The same but opposite. Yeah, but, like, yours... I feel like they wanted a very select group picking who goes home. I think that's so weird. Only because last time they did a vote where the the Islanders had to pick, it probably took them two and a half hours because they literally did like a a vote. (laughs) Everybody votes. Yeah, they did a Democratic vote. So (laughs) I think that's because they only wanted a certain people picking. Yeah, I don't agree with that, but. That's fair. And you don't have to. And we'll never know. We never will. Uh, so, least votes for the girls are Destiny, Emily, Cassie, and Carmen. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Why is Car- why is Cassie up there? Cassie, sit down, because she's probably, the, she's probably in third place. <laughs> like <laughs> Least boy voted was Leo, Harrison, Kenzo, and Keenan. Why is Leo up there? Again, I think they were like just... Why did you people do this? Leo was probably behind, like, Bergie and Marco. Like, he was probably... Closer to the top than the bottom. Do you think some people have a problem with Leo? Um, No, I truly don't. And the episode ends on that cliffhanger. We have our bottom four, and uh, they now need to decide who is going home from uh, these bottoms. So episode 19 opens at the dumping uh, with from the public vote, and we find out that the person dumped will be determined by the Islanders. So boys will choose the girl. Girl will choose the boys. That's how it always kind of works. So... We see them separate to deliberate. By separate, I just mean they shift around on the fire pit bench. <laughs> and uh, Those kind of bars kind of sound like a, a 90s conscious rap. What? I we need to separate to deliberate. <laughs> Thanks. Um, the girls choose Harrison and the boys choose Emily. Which I think was kind of the right move. I mean, yep. I, I honestly... They're about to go have crazy monkey sex in the hotel. No, they're never going to see each other again. I think they're going to have crazy monkey sex in the hotel first, and then they might never see each other again. Yeah, I don't think that they're ever seeing each other again, even if they do have the crazy monkey sex. 
Um, but I think that was kind of the move. I could have seen Destiny going. I think it then would have been really hard to figure out which boy was going to leave. Yeah. Which I think is why they kind of opted for a couple. And it's also so weird because the the reason that they were talking about who's going home is like, well, you never pull anyone for chats. You're just happy in your couple. <laughs> which is like, remember you a week ago? Remember everyone a week ago when they were already in love and married and having kids? What? And sending those kids to college? Remember Who are you that? talking about? All of the people. Day three, everyone was so fucking in love and married. <laughs> I don't remember that. It happened. <laughs> I'm just like, it's just like a weird thing to say if you're happy It is weird. Couple. It was weird. Yeah, they're like, oh, this person didn't give everyone a chance and like only stuck with their couple. And it's like, mm, sometimes those people win. Yeah. And isn't that the point of Love Island? To find your person. Find everyone wants their person. Your person. So everyone says goodbye to Harrison and Emily and they leave. They seem fairly happy to be leaving together, I guess. She was like, maybe we can see each other on the outside. And I was like, yes, you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> and we see everyone afterwards hugging each other and Jonah just standing there awkwardly, like very <laughs> awkwardly. It was literally like me in the seventh grade dance when a, <laughs> when a slow song came on. Mike and Destiny ch- uh, chat about the fact that she made it through. They're still happy that they have a chance to get to know each other. Leo and Cassie chat about their connection and how they're building something, getting deeper with one another. Um, Cassie says that she is using like an oil, like a pheromone kind of thing. And Leo is just like wild about it. The second he figures that out. I think he was goofing with it. I think he was playing it up for the camera. Yeah, but it was, it was was funny. It was very cute. (laughs) Hannah and Marco chat. Hannah says that she wants to be closed off and thus, they are closed off. And then Keenan and KK chat. And KK says that they were not going to send Keenan home because both she and Imani have a connection with him. So, like, that was kind of, like, the first thing that they realized was off the table. And you can tell he's kind of getting in his head a little bit about America voting for him and for him being in the bottom. Mm-hmm. And he still says that she's the person he's giving the majority of his attention to and that she is still his priority. At bedtime, we see somebody getting frisky under the covers. I couldn't tell who it was. And in the morning, of course, it's fucking raining again. Hannah tells the girls that her and Marco are closed off. We have, like, a little bit of general debrief stuff, but nothing crazy. And Imani and Mike chat, and she tells him about the sexual tension and connections that she's finding with Keenan so far. I just don't see it, because every chat that they have is Keenan like, very solemnly saying... I'm going to get to know you as it's like proof of point. And there's a spark. And yeah. I do think he's and like, there's a goddamn spark. <laughs> I do think he's like trying to not like put it on her. Cause like he knows optically, like that will get back to KK or she could see and it would upset her. Um, but like, does he think that not giving, I mean, he's not giving Imani anything. So like, I know. why would she stick around for that? I don't know. I don't understand. I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it is a tough balance to strike. Mike says to put pressure on him and figure it out, but be careful so that you don't lose Jonah. I had already forgotten about Jonah. (laughs) Jonah who? Yeah, exactly. The guy who kind of looks like Jake Gyllenhaal, but all the worst parts. (laughs) That guy? Yeah, that guy. And then Imani chats with Keenan. They talk about their connection versus the others they have and how it's 
hard to compare and they need time to figure things out still it's still it's like a nothing fucking conversation like mm-hmm. they kind of often are and we see leo hanging out with the girls and getting the tea on kk's like she says that she had like some weird dream and like her issues with keenan and i just love seeing like leo hanging out up there with the girls because he was like in the makeup room and he was like sitting at one of the stations i was like he's such a girly <laughs> i love that for leo i know and he loves posing in the mirror he does <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts of uh scott and Catherine's relationship in the uk was like seeing scott kind of hang out and be a girly with like Catherine and whitney mm-hmm. like he was always like in on the tea with them i love a guy who does that <laughs> And then at night, Keenan tells Marco he is going to close it off with KK tonight. Out of the blue. After his last chat with Imani. So what do you think about the fact that he decided to do that? That he decided to choose tonight as the night to close it off? I think maybe he had a talk with producers. Yeah, I I saw something. It was like, it's too convenient. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people had said... There are two girls who do a podcast recapping Love Island USA. They were on the first season and they had like dropped some behind the scenes nuggets that producers will sometimes tell people that they can't close things off yet. They'll like get in trouble. They'll get sent home. They'll I don't know what they I didn't I don't listen to that podcast, so I don't know for sure. This is like somebody else saying it on Reddit, mm. um, but that producers will like intervene and not let people close it off so i wonder if this was like the producers gave him the green light that now he can Mm. but did he really want to beforehand i'm i'm not sure but i don't know one wonder with the chats he's had with imani that seemed like i definitely want to get to know you i promise yeah wasn't seem like he was into it i know i don't know i i really have really wish he hadn't told me that oh i'm sorry it's okay. I mean, it's good to know things. I mean, I don't really know if it was relevant in this case, but it was apparently in the first season of Love Island USA. Mm. And then Hannah gets a text while they are getting ready, all the girls, that they are leaving for a secret VIP event. They are told that they have to uh, keep quiet. They are screaming their fucking heads off. <laughs> also, why do they call it a, a secret VIP event when the hashtag is Casa more? I do not know. Why don't you just call it, you're going to Casa more? <laughs> They're trying to be coy. They're doing a little something, okay? It's in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we see the girls leave, and then the boys realize it's too quiet, and they go upstairs and find that the ladies are gone. <sighs> and then they get a text, and they find out for sure, even though they have already uh, surmised at this point, that the girls have gone to Casa Amor. Um, so they start to talk about what they think the girls will be up to. And then we see the girls arrive to Casa and the villa looks sick. I mean, both villas are nice in this season. So we see our Casa boys arrive. So let's, let's break it down. Okay. Okay, Before you start. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know any of their names. I'm going to go over their names. I, can I finish? Mm Mm-hmm. I refuse to use any of their names. Okay. You have your own thing for them all? Yes. Okay. Please don't let it be something that they were wearing that night because they're going to have changed. No, it's very obvious. Okay. So I'm going to go down this list. This was um, 
their basic info from an article, like the day that they were released, mm-hmm. as well as like, you know, what they do, where they're from, and some very random weird facts about them. So these weren't necessarily shared in this episode, but I'm going to share them now. Okay. So first is Mattia, who I think I'm saying that right? Fashion boy. Fashion boy. He's 29. He is originally from Toronto, and he is a clothing brand owner. He was in the Pittsburgh Penguins, but a shoulder injury stopped his hockey career, and he has a phobia of strawberries. Uh, He wouldn't like me then. No, he would not. Uh, Strawberry boy. boy. (laughs) uh, Your boy's got a – in college, uh, on the the ultimate team, there Mm -hmm. was two Brandons and Brendan. Mm-hmm. And I had a strawberry tattoo, so they're like, "We're just gonna call you Strawberry." <laughs> so, Aw, cute! So you when, were I strawberry. In, when I was in college, everyone called me Strawberry. But um, he was in the Penguins, so he's the yeah. he is the highest level athlete in Love Island history. Oh, I don't know. Can I say that? No, probably you probably shouldn't. You haven't watched very much of it. <laughs> I don't know that to be true. But that's the that's the biggest hockey league. Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah, for like, I I don't know. You can say it if you want. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> Maybe Tommy Fury. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. You know what? Why not? You do that. Because <laughs> all these other like football football players, in dear the listeners, UK, if you know that to be false, please let us know on Instagram. Yeah, everyone everyone who's a football player in the UK are in like the seventh league. There's uh-huh. like 14 leagues, and they're all like not even close. There have been so many seasons of this show. I just I don't know that I can it. say it with confidence. I'm gonna say Tommy but... Fury's the second closest. Okay, next is Zay, who is 23. He's from Long Island, Air Force boy. Air Force boy. Yes, he is currently an executive sales rep. So I don't know why he said he was currently in the Air Force, but he might he be was, in the reserves. Maybe so. Uh, at least according to this article, he was previously in the military. And he says that he buys a new cologne every week, which seems cool, like an expensive I guess. hobby. Next is Eddie. He's from Nigeria originally. Do you have a, a nickname for him? You know, I don't. Oh. Because he, he talked to like, he had like one conversation <laughs> these past three episodes. Uh, he is a bouncer slash NFL free agent. Oh, yeah. Football boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he... the NFL free agent... That just means he didn't get drafted. Correct. Which is like, I guess you could say you're, I'm a free agent in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think you could. There's probably some. No. You have to be I in never some entered pool the draft. <laughs> I never entered the draft, but I bet I could. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if there's any prereq. No, actually, I didn't play any. I didn't play any NCAA. You have to play at least two years. Damn. You heard it here. Brendan is not an NFL free agent. <laughs> Uh, Eddie has once tried out for the WWE. Apparently that didn't take. Mm. And he is hoping for an NFL tryout. He wants to name his first daughter Capri because he loves juice. That's weird. (laughs) That's the facts, babe. That's what they gave me for some fucking reason. Next is Rob. He is 24 from Florence, Alabama. Snake boy. Snake boy. That's not only your nickname. Yeah, that's a hot take because people love him. I know, and I can't wait for Miles to say I hate him because he's got chat. <laughs> he 
really might. He's going to, 100%. He really uh, so Rob is a snake wrangler. Uh, he still lives in the Alabama town he grew up in. And this is not the first time you'll hear this. It's not even the first time you've heard it this season. But his grandparents are the model for a relationship growing up. So his par- his grandparents' long marriage is what he wants. Not the first time we've heard it. This season won't be the last time we hear it this episode. Our episode. Uh, and then we have Brandon, who is from South Africa. He's 22. What are you calling him? Uh, Kendall. Kendall. He is a student slash behavioral tech. He has a six-step skincare routine and an African gray parrot. Fun. Lastly, Kyle, 24, from Queens. He's my favorite. His name is Kyle. (laughs) Yep. Is that his thing for you? Yep. He is a soccer coach. And he has been playing soccer and violin since he was very young. He has a... At the same time. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) That'd be sick. Uh, He has a phobia of the Grinch and clowns. He has only eaten steak once... In his life. Okay. And his celebrity crush is Zendaya. Interesting. It's so funny because we were watching the show mm-hmm. uh, on the couch, you, me, and your husband. And you go, can you guess which one I'm attracted to? And I immediately was like, yeah, that one. <laughs> and you're like, Josh? And he's like, yeah, that one. And you're like, yeah, it's that one. Yeah, I mean, I can't say that I like necessarily have a type because look at kyle and then look at my husband but uh somehow you guys have picked up on it anyways i guess all right so the boys are there at casa first as as is tradition mm. newly as is tradition oh is, did that happen on uk too Mm-hmm. remember no the Casa, yeah. I just don't remember. I'm not saying it's not true. The, every episode that, every season that we've done a, a, a show about that has happened. Oh, okay. Um, so they're there waiting at the, uh, waiting for the girls to arrive. And so we see them come in. They sit down. They get to know the boys a little bit first. Sarah Highland comes to talk to the ladies. I mean, they've already met, so it's like pointless. I don't know why she was there. Yeah, she came in late. Yeah, but she asks if anyone's like feeling anyone. The girls are like pretty quiet about it, but Cassie does say that she is feeling, by looks at least so far, Mattia and Rob. And then we see the boys talking, and they're talking about who they're feeling. Mattia says Cassie. Uh, Kyle says Imani. Eddie says Destiny and Hannah. Rob says all of them. Of course he does. And then we see Sarah leave, and that's the end of episode 19. Episode 20, we open at Casa, and we see some of the Casa boys start to have these conversations with the girls. So Cassie's chatting to Rob. Rob says um, he is open. He finds Cassie very attractive. Um, Cassie says that Leo is like the complete person as me, which I don't know what that means, but that's he, what she she's, said. He's like the complete person as me. Yeah, right. You saying it again didn't help. Do you get it? He's like the complete person of me. <laughs> Were you trying to do Tommy Pickles? No. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> um, Rob tells her my to... first try. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Uh, Rob tells her to not worry about what's going on at the villa and focus on them. Uh, Cassie is like, you're so awkward. I love it. You're like so weird and awkward. And Rob 
negs her right away as he continues to do to every woman I feel he, like she, he said that before she called him awkward though no no she says awkward first okay um and he says that she is annoying uh but he says that being annoyed is his love language mm, sounds like you have some wires crossed <laughs> yeah so Rob is very loved by people, at least on the subreddit so far, from what I've seen. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say Redditors like <laughs> that type of person. <laughs> Take that as you will. <laughs> well, they a lot of people look at Rob and think that he's charming and he has like a dry sense of humor. And like, I don't know. Apparently he is charming. Yeah. I might be immune to his charm. <laughs> maybe me too. I don't know. And I mean, maybe that's his humor. I mean, I guess if other I feel like, people laugh at it. I feel like if you're a little weirdo and you see a man pick up a frog and say, come to Papa. Stop. I actually love That's the part I loved about him. Yeah. I feel like that did a lot of heavy lifting for a lot of people. Maybe. Next, we see Destiny Chat with Zay. And he says that she's very beautiful. She says he's handsome. Um, they start talking about age and he's like, oh, guess how old I am. And he like eventually says he's 23 and Destiny like drops her cup about it. (laughs) Why do you drop your cup about it? (laughs) Uh, And he says he is only looking to get married once, which is obviously a very unique take. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm I'm looking to rack them up. (laughs) Uh, We see KK chat with Eddie. And he says red is her color. And, like, we have been screaming that for the past week. So oh, my we God. Don't get we it, know Eddie. it since we saw her in Leisure. <laughs> she um, invites him on her tour tour group to, to Greece, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. She's going to have four people so far. Yeah, but he's Greece. also said he's never heard of Mykonos or Santorini. He's never heard of it. I mean, he's There's a There's no NFL athlete. teams there. Yeah. So. <laughs> but he has heard of Athens. Um, he asks her, like, who her eye went to right away, and she says that nobody really caught her eye right away and that she goes more for looks. Mm-hmm. And then we see Carmen chat to Rob, and they're, like, walking outside, and Rob grabs a frog and just acts like it's not a weird thing to do. And Carmen is kind of freaked out by the frog. And Rob tells Carmen to tell him something to make him like her more. Which just seems like every, like, video that was posted to YouTube in 2011 about, <laughs> like, you know, p- the pickup game. Yeah. Uh, and she said, the thing she says is that she's nerdy. She likes Harry Potter and Marvel. And his energy is so weird. He pretends to make a mug out of thin air. He talks about a, his ability to solve a Rubik's Cube. He says, I can make anything. Furniture anything <laughs> but then remember he like he yeah pretends he goes like he's sculpting a mug and he goes Shh, shut up <laughs> here's a mug it says i love carmen on it yeah or carmen loves me on it or yeah, something i don't know so weird and i gotta be honest i don't this would nothing about this guy would work on me <laughs> like nothing he's kind of cute i guess <laughs> i don't know I'm yeah, he's fine looking, but nothing about the way he's acting would be attractive to yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. Um and then we see Imani chat with Kyle 
Um, no crazy chat. And I wrote, I hope that they vibe because I want Kyle back in the villa. And then Cassie chats with Mattia and Mattia says that he gets a bad rep because of his tattoos. But Cassie says like, Oh no, I can tell you're like a nice person though. They talk about their signs, but neither of them really understand their signs. Uh, so there's not much to say there. And then it's bedtime and we see back at the villa, we see Leo and Marco are missing their girls. And then we see the girls at Casa start kind of like pairing off for the sleeping arrangements. So Carmen is with Rob. Imani's with Kyle. KK with Eddie. Mattia with Cassie. Brandon with Hannah, which we didn't even see Brandon chat with anybody that night, and then Zay with Destiny. So we saw most of these people have a conversation besides Brandon. We didn't see Brandon chat with anyone, and we didn't see Hannah chat with anyone. Mm -hmm. And then in the morning, Leo says something so weird back at the villa that I don't understand. And he says he misses his big, blind, dumb, stinky winky. At least that's what the subtitles said. I miss this fat, stupid, idiot, (laughs) loser virgin. (laughs) <laughs> that's not what he said he said big blind dumb stinky winky i miss this this disabled <laughs> what blind is uh oh right i miss this I... differently able <laughs> i can't imagine he actually said blind but i think that's he, he did i, I heard said. blind because <laughs> it's not like he could have said blonde does she wear like pretty severe she does wear glasses no Sometimes. i've seen her wear the one pair of glasses with no lenses that float around the villa. <laughs> with no lenses? Well, then she's probably not blind. But she might be wearing... Contacts? Contacts. Maybe. I don't know. But you can tell... She's uh... a dumb, stinky winky, though. <laughs> Leo's definitely missing his girl. Little, But down a little bad. Yeah, down a little bad. And back at Casa, Hannah says she's missing Marco, and that's where her head is. And Imani, Destiny, and KK say that they're ready to kiss all the boys. We see Destiny chat with Zay again. And Zay talks about him being more quiet and the type that kind of like sits back and listens more. And she says that she likes that. And he calls her a fine specimen. And she likes that as well. And we see Imani chat with Rob. And he says catching snakes is a blast. (laughs) Um... And that he likes puzzles and building things, as he's already talked about enjoying building things, furniture and everything. And he says he loves her eyes. And she says that he's cute as well. And they have a kiss, which everyone sees because everyone is like, oh, Imani's just having fun. Imani's having having fun. fun. Let her have fun. I am totally chill with Imani kissing whoever she wants. And then we see uh, back at the villa, Marco gets a text and... And then Bergie does. I don't know why they split it up, uh, but Marco first gets a text, and then Bergie gets another one, and they find out that they are getting seven new girls. And then we see the girls enter and meet our boys. So let's go over our Casa Bombshell girls. Let's do it. Do you have names for them? I I have their actual names. Oh, okay. (laughs) We have Deja, who's 27. She's from North Carolina. She is a data processing specialist. She has been a cheerleader for the Carolina Panthers and Charlotte Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> no, it's because of where I came from just came out a little bit with that one. Uh, and her celeb crush is Chris Brown. Not a great look, but, mm. you know. Next is Johnny, who for me may be the hottest one in the bunch. 
She's 25 and she's from California and she is an administrative manager. Um, she is Mexican, Filipino, Native American, and German, but says that she mostly only celebrates her Mexican heritage. We get our first Taylor of two. This is the Taylor C. No, I think Taylor C is the la- is the okay. other one. This one is the Taylor who is taller with darker hair, I believe. She's 24. She's from Orange County, California, and she's a hotel manager. She has played golf competitively for over 15 years. Mm. And her celebrity crush is Jack Harlow. Mm. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's a white rapper. <laughs> the next one is Allie. You know the, you know the G-L-A-M. Yeah. That song that's going, that came out recently. Oh, the, the cover of yeah, the... Yeah, put up the... Doing the... <sighs> that's Jack Harlow. <laughs> Yeah. The song about how everyone you went to school with is now a pedophile. What? You know is that, that song? What? <coughs> you know about Marcus? Which Marcus? Our Marcus. What? He raped a bunch of girls out back at the Target. Oh my God. Is that in that fucking song? A different song What's by it? him. Okay, let's move on. It's about like not let's... fucking with those guys anymore. That's good and everything, but let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Next is Allie, who's 28 from Madison, Wisconsin. And I wrote right away, this is the one that is for Bergie. This is the one that they handpicked. This is Bergie's journey. It's Allie. Uh, she is a nursing student. She was a dancer for 17 years, which is great because he thinks dancers are so sexy because they can do the moves. Remember? Yeah, I do know that. <laughs> she grew up in Wisconsin with her father, who was a mortician, and her mother was also a nurse. Her, her dad's a mortician. Yeah. Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> Next is Ashley, who's 23, from Jefferson City, Missouri. And she is a beverage cart girl slash student. Uh, she's traveled a lot. She's studied in Korea. Um, and she's also lived in Greece and Japan. She says that her dating superpower is turning bad boys into sweethearts. That okay. Fun. Don't. Who is Selena Gomez? That was Ashley. Okay. <laughs> uh, next is Naja, who's 25, and she's from Maryland. She's also a nursing student. She says that she falls in love too quickly, and she starts planning out her life with her new boyfriend right away. She loves animals, and she has raised a rescue dog from when she was younger. And then finally, we have Taylor C., I believe, uh, who's 23, from San Diego, California, and she is an advertising account manager. And I wrote, this is Bergie's backup. You think? <laughs> That's what I thought just off of the info that I got. So she says that her grandparents' relationship is her model for what type of relationship she wants, which is why I wrote that. Mm-hmm. Um, and her celeb crushes are a young Brad Pitt and Austin Butler. Austin Butler was the guy in the Elvis movie, right? I believe so. Who's stuck talking like Elvis now? <laughs> that is so fucking crazy. <laughs> what if I was just stuck talking in a bad uh, Australian accent because I did that on the podcast? Mm, some would say that I you am. are. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right. So we see the new girls enter, meet our boys, and then we go back to um, Casa briefly where we see KK chatting with Brandon. Real quick, though, do any of these girls, like, you know, 
shimmy or shake? Uh, I Taylor C is really pretty. Naja is really pretty, and Johnny. Okay, those are the three that kind of stuck out to me. What about you? Mm, first of all, we didn't get much of personalities, so like, correct off, off rip, no one really stuck out to me. Okay, but uh, Naja is really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley. Ashley, the one you called Selena Gomez. Yeah, she's pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, but none of these girls are like giving me energy. Yeah, it'll take some time. Yeah, I think. maybe maybe we'll warm up to them more. We see them, but when you guys see us later this episode, maybe we'll feel differently. Won't yeah, that be or maybe fun? I'll be really mad that I'm still awake. <laughs> maybe, but maybe you'll also like somebody. <laughs> we'll see. So when KK and Brandon chat, I was like, this is not going to go anywhere. I was like, this can't be a thing. He says he's really interested in getting to know her. He says he's very outdoorsy, but he can be a homebody. And KK says she's still open. So it's not much of a chat at first. And I didn't think they... I actually think Brandon is, like, very attractive the more I saw him. He was, like, a pretty boy. When he smiles, he's very attractive. Yeah. When I looked at his Instagram at first, I was like, he looks kind of, like, severe. And, like, he's gotten a lot of plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. Seeing him on TV, I don't think that that's the case. But, like, something about... Him face when he's tuned. still. Probably facetune a little bit. Maybe. He's got a case of the Medis. <laughs> Except he showed up and he was more attractive than his photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we go back to the villa and we see Taylor S. says that she wants to get to know Bergie. And Taylor C. is interested in getting to know Jonah. Just kind of off the rip, they're kind of talking about who is catching their eye. And on the boys' side, Bergie says his eye was caught by Johnny and Taylor C. Um, Kenzo also says Taylor C. And Mike and Jonah both want to get to know Johnny. So we see Keenan chat with Naja next. And she says that she that he looks like someone that she would get to know on the outside. Keenan says that he is interested. And she says that she likes that he is so straightforward. Next, we see Carmen chat with Rob again back at Casa, and he asks her if she is open to starting something new, like in regards to like what's going on with her and Kenzo. And she says that she's open, but she's a slow burn, which is like not the case with Kenzo. Let's remember it was not the case with Kenzo. She was not burning slowly at all. She was fully engulfed right away. Yeah. On like a primordial level. Mm hmm. He says that from the first night, he's felt really comfortable with her and very interested. She asks how he is feeling about Imani, and he says that he does not owe her an explanation. (laughs) And he's like, I don't even know you. And he's like, I don't even like you that much. (laughs) And here's that probably what people are saying is like a dry sense of humor, and maybe Mm. it is. And you know what? Maybe it's my age showing, but... I would be like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I, th- to me, this was like the least egregious of No, all. I don't think it was egregious at all. No, I, just, I know, but this was the one that I got the most, I should say. The dry kind of sense of yeah, humor thing. Where he's like, oh, yeah, I don't owe you anything. It, I feel like it was, <laughs> he said something too aggressive and mm-hmm. he like just leaned into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I get that. I get this one, but like the other ones were weird for sure. Yeah. Um, and next we see Casa play some Truth or Dare. Um, so we see Eddie has to do a three-way kiss with his top two. 
Uh, he chooses Destiny and KK, which means it's not a three-way kiss because until, Destiny until KK <laughs> stands on her tippy toes and tries to make it one. Yeah, exactly. She must be forced into a three-way kiss, which is never a good look. It doesn't look any better this time than it did last time, honestly. Right. Destiny chooses a truth, and she has to answer who is who says they are closed off, but that is most likely to turn their head. And she says Leo. Interesting. Rob has is dared to imitate his favorite sex position with his number one girl. So he picks Carmen and he picks her up and has her against the wall. And he says, you know, you, we'd have to be in the shower for it to be his favorite sex position. Shower sex is not fun. You'd have to have like a a big shower. Yeah, we've had we've lived in like different places where the shower had like seats, which was like better. You know what mm, I mean? Like sure. that's that gives you a chance to have a good time. Right. Cassie has to do a Spider-Man kiss with her top two and then rate them. So she does Mattia, which you can tell is her number one. Mm -hmm. And then she kind of flounders about who her number two is. And she does end up picking Rob, but she says, yes, snake boy. Uh, But she does end up saying that uh, Mattia was better. Imani must suck on the nipples of her number one boy. She chooses Kyle little weird. There's something about watching a man get his, knuckle, his nipples sucked. His knuckles sipped? <laughs> that's, that's what I almost said. Let me get your knuckles sicked. <laughs> I was doing so well without getting my words crossed. And then a knuckle sip almost came out. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, there's just something about it. Uh, and then KK must kiss that the it's boy. Good, you think, or? <laughs> no, it's okay. not good. KK must kiss the boy who is most likely to turn her head, and she chooses Brandon, mm. which I was very surprised about. I think he's just like the most. No, I wouldn't even say he's the most. He's he's the most chill that she's talked to. Yeah, I think so too. The least amount of pressure, right? For sure. Which maybe that just makes her feel safe to kiss because she's yeah. like he's not gonna expect us to like continue something. Yeah. But I think Brandon like is really interested in her. So while I mm-hmm. I don't know if he would like expect something or not, I think it I think it does kind of like make him think that she's interested and I don't know if she is. Yeah. The thing is, I think she's lying to herself. I think she's about being open. Oh, yeah. Oh I think one hundred percent. I think if she just heard uh Keenan shout from the other villa, like, Hey, I'm close <laughs> off she'd be yeah. like, Don't talk to me. <laughs> definitely and just uh, to reiterate i would be closed off i know you would even if the producer said we're gonna send you home and you'll never see her again uh i would say hey give me your ig and we'll talk on the outside <laughs> all right back at the villa we see mike chatting with deja and as i was reading this i was like who the fuck is mike <laughs> i remember him uh he says that she is on his radar he says that he is outdoorsy and he likes to do things to like stay in shape. And she says that she wants to work out with him and they make a plan to do so the next morning. She's a little bit weird just with her mannerism. She's very like bouncy and yeah. like <laughs> I don't know. animated. Yeah, very. And then Bergie chats with Allie and Soul Ties, Soul Ties. where they were meant to be. Uh, he talks about his journey and what he's looking for. Allie says she's looking to get married and have babies. She says that she wants a burning love. They talk about their love language. She says burning is, a lot. 
Yeah, they talk about their love languages, and it takes us right into the end of this episode. And through the whole thing, there's music playing underneath it. They are painting you a scene. And I just want to say you called it. that I've called it from the beginning. 100%. We were meant to see Bergie struggle. They kept him here so we could watch him be alone so that when they put his perfect person with him, we are, like, watching, like, him blossom and we're watching. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That can- is the journey we are meant to have with Bergie. Can I say some mean stuff? About who? Spray and pray, baby. <laughs> okay. First of all, I think Bergie's going to fumble the bag here. He may. He may because fumble the bag. Because he's, like, interested in, like, the cute young blonde. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I wrote <laughs> I wrote this in a comment on Reddit, <laughs> but I, if he fumbles the bag, they have got to let him go. They've uh, 100%. got to let him go. Also, I don't believe that she's 28. Allie? I think she's 54. You are so ridiculous. Maybe it's just the Midwest winters, but <laughs> she looks 54, dude. Suspend. Like a hot 54. You have to wait until we see the girls with their makeup off and everything else. A hot 54. Okay, I'm just telling you. I feel like we always do this. Like Stacy's mom's type beat. We always do this with bombs. And we just have to wait. We have to give it a second for them to settle in, for us to see them makeup on and makeup off. Because we, what the fuck did we say about Maddie in Australia? Okay, we were, we were not fair, and we became obsessed with her. That's so true. So give it some time. Yeah, give her a banana. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but that's the end of that episode. So we'll see you guys in like two seconds as we pick up. Yeah, for for you it will be, but but a mo, and for us it will be three hours. <laughs> uh, okay, bye. So episode uh, twenty one picks up same place. We're back, by the way, and guess what? We're not tired, but I'm still gonna say f- the f word. We're not tired. I'm. I mean, I'm tired, but <laughs> I'm tired. Speak I'm not for miserable yet. <laughs> Give it time. Fair. <laughs> okay, so we pick up episode 21 in the same place. We see a chat first between Cassie and Rob. Snake man. Snake boy. Snake boy, my bad. And, um, and Cass- lava girl. <laughs> Cassie says that she's trying to be open. She says Mattia and him are the only ones she's really feeling. Rob says kind of the same thing, but for her and Carmen. And don't worry. They never talk again, and then she says she's actually not interested in Snake Boy anymore. (laughs) Cassie says that she likes a guy who, like, dresses nice and has style, and she says, like, her ex back home, but she's talking about Leo in the villa, who is not her ex and doesn't live at home, which was very awkward. And then she did that thing. She's like, oh, my God, did I speak in the past tense? (laughs) awkward and then we see leo chatting with ashley and leo says that she had really good energy walking in she says that she likes yoga and traveling and she recently got into boxing they talk about miami a little bit which is where she's from and the amazing sunset and she says that she gets emotional about sunsets which is (laughs) which is crazy to me and then it's nighttime and marco and imani 
uh, respectively both get texts and it's time to do that gross ass fucking cocktail game. I was literally gagging. I thought we'd seen the end of it. I was like, there's. We had I don't know I haven't seen it like the last like two episodes I feel like maybe we Ever saw heard it in of Australia COVID nineteen <laughs> that should have squashed this shit doggy I don't think we saw it the last two UK episodes but I think maybe we seasons. saw what did I say episodes oh yeah seasons um but I think maybe we saw it when we watched Australia because I was like where else have I've you seen, seen it, it before yeah maybe it was Australia I don't yeah, know they but didn't I- care about COVID nineteen <laughs> I thought we had seen the end of it, and I was very disappointed. There's no notes. There's nothing to talk about here. It's all fucking gross. It's as disgusting as it always was. And they had to do four different drinks. Yeah, they they usually do have to do three or four. It probably took them 20 minutes. It was a long time, and, like, you saw the drink getting foamy, and then there was, like... (laughs) There was... (laughs) Dude, there was spittle we, hanging between. Just move on. There's spittle oh. hanging between their mouths. It was so gross. Oh. Uh, but after it's all said and done, and it took way too long, the Islanders get a text and they find out that Casa Amor wins. So everyone at Casa jumps into the pool, and then we saw a little promo for Love Island Games, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh. It we didn't get any information except there's probably volleyball. There's games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of those games is volleyball. So here's the thing I want to put out there to our very knowledgeable listeners to see if they can tell me. Because Love Island Games is an exclusive to Peacock show that's coming in the fall. Is that the same show as everyone is saying the All-Stars season is that the Winter Love Island series was canceled for on ITV? I'm confused about that. If anybody has that info, uh, let me know. Because maybe I just haven't, uh, maybe I'm just not following things correctly, but it doesn't seem like they would be the same things. But also, how are they different? (laughs) Yeah, it seems like it would be weird. To have two different shows scouting old contestants. From all over the world. Right. It does seem unlikely. All over the globe. The Glorp, right. But people are saying that the Winter Love Island season was canceled for this show. But how could that be true? Because this is the Peacock original. No, they're Anyways. saying canceled like, um, because they, um. Like, licked her tit or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Turns out I am tired. <laughs> I knew it. Um, we see Carmen and KK both talking about trusting in their connections, but trying to give the new guys a chance, which spoiler alert doesn't work out. Uh, Jonah chats with Taylor C and it's kind of a weird chat to be honest. Taylor says that her ideal date is taking a hike and going camping, but she also likes to like have a date night at home and like just chill. And he's like, okay, so anything. Okay. So you said everything. And he said his ideal date is a coffee shop, but he really likes people watching. It's so funny because he's like, he called her out for saying everything. Uh-huh. And then she's like, what's your ideal date? And he goes, it's simple. And she goes, oh, so you already thought it out? And he goes, no, it's simple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he likes people watching. Apparently, very specifically, he likes people watching at a boat ramp. Yeah. Which seems random, but. Uh, because they just... he likes watching relationships end, he said. 
how many relationships ended a boat ramp? Probably. I mean, there's definitely fights at a boat ramp. Stand outside of a courthouse. Oh, that's such a good idea. <laughs> that's a more interesting people. I bet he takes uh, a lot of pride in his ability to back a trailer. <laughs> you know what maybe. I mean? Maybe. Yeah, maybe I bet so. he drives a Ford F-250. F-250? Mm-hmm. Is that a pickup truck? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Fatteries. Okay. <laughs> uh, they decide in this chat to share a bed. We see Bergie and Allie chat really quick, and Bergie asks her to share a bed. She says yes. We see Keenan and Naja in soul ties. Uh-oh, roll tide. <laughs> and, uh... She says that he is who she is pursuing. Keenan seems very interested. He says that there is chemistry and sparks there. I'm starting to not trust his ability to see sparks. I think maybe he just has a cataract. <laughs> Would that make you see sparks? <laughs> you see spots, right? Or maybe oh. there's spots missing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he has I diabetes. Have... Is that you get floaties in your eyes? Doesn't everyone have floaties? Some people don't. Oh. Do you have floaties? If I concentrate, I do. Interesting. <laughs> you concentrate. No? I mean, they're probably always there, but like I'm, you know, like I'm focusing on different things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says he is open to new connections, and he thinks KK is probably being open too. Naja starts putting some pressure on him for a kiss, but he does not go for it. So we were talking about this as we were watching this episode, but he's like kind of the opposite of Sammy from UK in some ways that like they both, you know, really believe in the test of everything. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? The religion of the test. And uh, Sammy was like the only way to test things was to kiss everybody. Nothing else mattered. Keenan wants to test everything, but it, he does not want to kiss them and he doesn't want to cross these so-called boundaries yeah which is a kiss i guess it's better yeah i'm not even i'm not saying one is better or worse it's just um it's interesting how different it is because uh i mean hopefully that just means he is like actually getting to know them but like he went from saying he had sparks with Haimani and he really wanted to like pursue that and get to know her and then, like, the next conversation we saw him having was with somebody saying he was going to close off with KK. So, mm-hmm. I don't, I guess I, I just don't understand him. But, hey, if him testing the connection and feeling sparks is solely off of vibe and personality, I do think that's probably a little bit more maybe authentic than Sammy's whole thing. Sure, it could be more authentic. Maybe so. And then we see Cassie and Mattia chat over in Casa. And Mattia says that he did not appreciate Cassie throwing up in his mouth, which is fair. But everyone was doing that. So what can you do? And hey, how is she to know? Some people like that. <laughs> um, they are very cuddled up on this couch outside, like very close. He, he makes me a little uncomfy because like even the night before the morning before when they woke up, he just like she was talking to someone else and he mm-hmm. just like grabbed her hand. Yeah. And to where she was like, are you holding my hand right now? <laughs> he's very, he's a very touchy guy, it seems like. But it seems like almost, I don't know. Too touchy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it just seems like I'm going to touch you, not like, hey, do you want to be touched? You know what I mean? Mm. 
Not that he's not respectful. I don't know. It just seems like regardless of vibe, he's doing it. Right. But maybe the vibe is good. Maybe. It I seems mean, like the vibe's okay. It's certainly a possibility. We see Cassie seem like she's feeling it. I don't know. Um, he says he really likes her and he's interested in her and they have one hell of a kiss. It's all open mouths. Hey, no throat. That we know of. No throat grabbing. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does go like very like heavily on the face though. But the thumb does not cross the chin meridian. <laughs> Correct. Just as it's always meant to be. Right. <laughs> and then we see Johnny chatting to Leo and she says that she is so sticky and she got all that nasty shit in her hair. She says that she is not a slow burner and she knows right away when she likes somebody. And Leah thinks she is cool as hell. And I'll be goddamned if he doesn't tell her. <laughs> she's, she's like, what do you think of me? Oh, man. I think you're cool as hell. <laughs> and I was planning on taking that to my grave. <laughs> I know. Why was he acting like that was some That's crazy so thing? That's so weird, dude. That's so Leo. Mm-hmm. Um, and he very weirdly, at first, just kinds of kind of like propositions the uh, possibility of her sleeping in his bed. Like he does it in just the weirdest roundabout way. And then mm-hmm. she's like, you know what? Why don't we start over? <laughs> just ask me like you would mm-hmm. to share the bed. And he does. And she says, yes. And then she's like, you want to cuddle? Do you like cuddling? And he's, and he's like, like, oh, <laughs> I'm about to bleed. <laughs> bleat? Bleed. Like a sheep? Like a brain bleed. Oh, bleed. No, just bleed. <laughs> okay, like a brain bleed. I'm about to bleed. <laughs> Anyways, then it's bedtime. What do you call it? <laughs> what do what? I don't understand what you're saying. Like when you're about to bleed. What do you say? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what are you trying to say to me? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um, anyways, at bedtime, Kenzo and Marco both say that they're going to sleep outside. And I was like, damn, it's been a minute since we've seen a man go and sleep outside at Casa. You know, it's just it's been a minute. So I kind of appreciated it. Yeah, it was nice. Um, Leo tells the boys that his convo with Johnny was as good as Kenzo said his first chat with Carmen was. So he was like. This was like an exceptional conversation. I felt chemistry right away. I felt comfortable right away. Um, like you could say that if she, if he's feeling all grown up. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> he's not Tommy Pickles. They all grown up. Also, if any, all of them grown up. The amount of times I saw they all grown up special was so crazy. Wasn't it? A, it wasn't a special. It was like a TV show. They did an episode when they first introduced it as a concept where the babies all go into this closet and they like get glimpses into their future, which is the what ends up being the show. Mm. So they did a special to kind of like test the waters of it. I okay. can't believe you don't know that. No. As I was a really big into Tommy sh- Pickles stan. I was really into the show because Tommy Pickles was a film student. Dill was, wasn't he? One of them was. I think Dill was the film. Yeah, he was the film kid. And wasn't I wanted he? to be a film guy so bad. Yeah, you went to college for it. For, a, I you could say that. <laughs> I guess I did say that. I went to college for film school, 
The same way that, like... I went to college for mortuary science. Did you... But didn't you... Did I finish? No. Okay. Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He did, like, a an art, art house short about dirty laundry. Dill Pickles did? Yeah. Hmm. Or Tommy. I think it was Dill, though. Dill was a weirdo. Yeah. Probably because he was a speechless baby for most of the time, so they kind of... He would say, like, words. Yeah, but, like... Like, he would... he'd be like, <laughs> pussy! <laughs> <laughs> Remember that episode? No, no, I'm done talking to you now. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, Garmin says he's going to sleep outside. Clearly, she's not feeling Snake Boy anymore. Uh, she got bit. And then we see uh, KK and Hannah out there as well. And we saw what looked like at bedtime Keenan getting a handy. It doesn't mean that he did. It just means that it looked like that, okay? <laughs> yes? Yeah, it looked like you jer- you getting his little cock jerk off. <laughs> Brendan, stop! It's after dark, dude. <laughs> you need help. It's, it's not Friendship Island after dark. I didn't consent to you talking about And so about I can say Keenan's things little like cock. little cock. Okay. <laughs> Turns out I am feeling kind of froggy. Huh? Yep. In the morning, Hannah says that she misses Marco a lot and she's ready to be back with him. KK misses Keenan as well and she is worried about what he is doing. Probably for the best that you're worrying. Yeah, because right after that, we go back to the villa and Keenan says that Naja was like up all night telling him to kiss her and he showed a lot of restraint and denied her. Do you want me to be proud of you? think he would like that yeah. you want me to say good job bubba i think he would like that well good job bubba leo says that he stayed up late just talking in bed with johnny and it felt really comfortable and easy and he says he did not expect to meet such a cool person at casa dude if i was with kk and we someone were tried talking to... about leo i know but because he moved on too fast <laughs> for a reason listen go if ahead. i was with kk and someone tried to kiss me it'd be hands man You'd hit them? (laughs) (laughs) Is that not what you were saying? Yeah, but you said it so (laughs) bluntly that it wasn't fun anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're right. We should talk about Leo now. Next time, Moni is uh, talking about her night, and she says that there were some cuddles with Kyle, and she is giving, like, literally no emotion about it. And someone is like, were they good? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is Imani's problem here? <laughs> Got the hottest it. guy at Casa. Yeah. You think so? No. <laughs> I'm kind of into Mattia. Cassie says that she told Mattia that she was trying to hold off on kissing him more, but he's making it hard for her and her head is definitely turning a bit. Because I guess when they were in bed last night, he wanted to have another kiss and she was like, no, no. And then Marco gets a dirty ass text. He gets a text that says he's going on a date with Hannah, which of course makes him very excited because he is closed off with Hannah, and mm. he wants to see her again. 
and then we see his ex, because Hannah. It, it said, uh, Marco, get ready because you're going on a date with Hannah. Hashtag reunited. Yeah, which, I mean, it all, listen, I understand exactly why he thought what was happening was happening. Yeah. Turns out, little did we know. I mean, <laughs> you knew. Because I look at the Instagram. But little yeah. did I know. Actually, no, you knew because it was on the preview last night. But little did we knew. <laughs> That her name was also Hannah. Correct. And it's Marco's ex from back in Florida. Fort Lauderdale to be specific. <laughs> and so she comes in. He does not look stoked to see her. They sit down for this little, like, breakfast date. And she asks if he thought he would ever see her again. And he's like, no, I never planned on seeing you again. Yeah, I wasn't really again. planning on it. <laughs> And she says that there are some unresolved feelings. Marco says his new Hannah. Well, he just says Hannah is a great girl. She's opened her heart to him. I've opened her heart. He, he didn't say if his heart was open to her. Um, and he's even said in a talking head that he never even told this girl he liked her. How the fuck did they date? I think date was probably like a loose term. Maybe so. And we end this episode with uh, his the whole ex, reason she's here. His ex, Hannah, asking if he is open or if he is 100% for Hannah. And that's where the episode ends. Well, they, they show a clip of him saying, We didn't give ourselves a fair shot. Right. Which I think is another Destiny Mike situation. <laughs> you think it's like just the wrong audio? Yeah, they, it's like an out of context clip that they that they did. I think with. it could be in context, but I think it could be like we didn't really give ourselves a fair shot, and like maybe back then it could have been different if I was different, but I'm here now, mm-hmm. and like this is what it is. I don't know if it's like going to be 100 percent out of context, but I do think it's probably misleading. Yeah, for sure. Do you so. think she's going to end up staying? Because I don't. She's going to be exactly like fucking Claudia's ex in Australia. Don't even unpack your bags, babe. Uh, that was so funny. <laughs> Little rat man thinks he can compete with Austin. Get oh the fuck God. out of here, dude. Austin and Claudia are probably two of my favorite ex-islanders to watch on social media. Yeah. I'm obsessed with them still. They're fun little goofballs. Yeah. I mean, I was tired of them in their season, but now with them so far in the rearview mirror, they're amazing. So, who uh, were your favorites through this? I'm going to go... What the fuck? Ever heard of corn? Yeah. The poutine bowl. Did you say poutine? (laughs) I think my favorite... I think my favorites uh-huh. are going to have to be uh-huh. uh, Kendall. Be cas- Brandon? Brandon. I think he's very respectful and yeah. sweet. He's a cutie. And he's a bit of a cutie. Uh-huh. And then for the girl. <sighs> I mean, KK always, but, you know, KK. Sure. But in, in order to add spice and uh, mm-hmm. variety of life. Right. I'm going to have to go with Imani because she was just like straight up, hey, you want to kiss? <laughs> I don't really know you and I don't think I like you, but I got to kiss you. Sound like yeah. fun? Okay. So my favorite boy is going to be Kyle because I think he's the hottest Casa boy. 
And my favorite girl is Cassie. Yeah, that's all totally Our fair. little Tommy Pickles. Little Does Tommy anybody Pickles. else see it now? Or hear it, rather? Does anybody get it? <laughs> hey, if you get it, you should DM <laughs> us on Instagram at NotFriendshipIslandPod. And that's it for our Casa Part 1. Yeah. We'll uh, see you guys for the recoupling, which I am assuming will happen on Friday. So if that's the case, we'll see you Saturday morning. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Bye. Bye.